Christ, you people suck. Wow. time for another week of the N4G Radio for the week of October 8th, 2012, episode number 264. Uh, if you do hear some things in the background, I apologize. I am fighting a cold, so I will be sucking on that Hall's cough drop through the show. <laughs> so, But anyway, with us this week, we have the Gambers Gone. Greetings, programs. Uh, we also will have the Wombat joining us shortly. <clears throat> Back this week we have the Frustrated Fury. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have J-Dub without his Wonder Twin partner. Ah, oh, God. <laughs> oh, good? Oh, gutted. Oh, okay. I thought you said good. Well, you know, <laughs> take it how you want it. Uh-huh. I just did. <laughs> uh, and finally we have Mr. Perlalalalalalalee. Hey. <laughs> you, you don't have a cool intro. Everybody else, what's up with that? I thought hey was my cool intro. <laughs> hey, so oh, anyway, there it is. Gamma's Con, you want to do some fondling? Sure. Sorry, I'm a little out of it. Been you know knocking back Day Quill and all that fun stuff. Nice. Day Quill's pretty good. It's good stuff. Yeah. To fondle, fondle for me. All right. On the webcam. Um, on the webcam. Uh, no. <laughs> this week has been pretty much an all-portable fondling. And I'm going to start off with the iPhone. Oh, shit. <laughs> I uh, finally got around to playing um, Final Fantasy Dimension. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is on iOS. Yeah. Yeah, But anyway, this game is very much a um, a callback to the the 16-bit era Final Fantasies, um, which would be 4, 5, and 6. And... um, and they really captured the feeling of those games uh, quite well in this game. Uh, I, I was kind of thinking that there was going to be something kind of off-putting about it, like the music sounding stupid or whatnot. But the music actually sounds pretty good, and uh, it, it sounds like it could have been it could fit in with those games. Um, I haven't really encountered any memorable. Um, uh, tunes lately, besides the, the the main theme, but uh, the music is really good. The graphics um, remind me a lot of the um, the uh, PSP, PSP. Uh, upresing remakes of um, 
Final Fantasy four and uh one and two. So uh it kinda reminds me of that in the actual story of it. I haven't really played a lot of it, but um it's not as high caliber from the get-go as uh, four and six were because that those games started off epic from right from the beginning um you know you have four with the uh the army and the, you get betrayed at the very beginning and then in the sixth game you have the uh the mechs that go to the town and basically you know this great mystery and stuff like that. It doesn't really have that. It's just kind of like, you know, there's a war going on, but we haven't seen any of it yet. And there's this great empire. And then it's sort of kind of like, Hey, you want to, you want to go on adventure? Oh, okay. Let's go on adventure. And that's kind of, that's kind of how it starts. It doesn't have that epicness, you know, of like, uh, you know, the, right in the middle of desperation. Is that what epic sounds like? Yes, it's like right, right at you. It's all in your face. But, uh, but yeah, storyline wise, this game is kind of like, I guess, Final Fantasy V because the fifth game is wasn't. Hey, F. It it kind of it's kind of a slow burn. So I'm. So it feels like this game is a slow burn as well. Um, unfortunately, um, you can only play through the prologue in, for free of this game. I, I have no problem paying for a game, but by the time you actually, you know, dish out all this money, it's like you, you pay a lot of, you basically pay about, what was it, 10 bucks per basically per quarter of the game because it had like didn't have like four acts when we uh, checked it last week something like that yeah I don't know if I'm going to do that um, I mean, if, unless the game does some crazy stuff like blows up the world or fight a dragon that's three screens tall I don't know if I'm going <coughs> to just shout any more money on this game so, I mean, it's not it's not bad. Um, it's pretty pretty freaking cool though that it's essentially a full fledged Final Fantasy game uh, done in the old school style on iOS, and uh, the controls are pretty pretty good. Um, uh, basically, when you uh, on the left side of the screen when you put your thumb to control the character you can put your thumb anywhere on the screen and the uh, the virtual d-pad will magically appear anywhere you put your your thumb so that's always nice so it it's not as uh the controls aren't as stiff as the other final fantasy games that have come before it on ios so uh you might want to download the prologue. It's free, and it's uh, definitely worth checking out. And uh, the other game, another game, not the other, but another game that I've been playing this past week, is the new Little King's Story for the PlayStation Vita. 
Now this game, I have not. This is actually the second game. Uh, I've not played the original one, but I heard it was good. And uh, I, I got this game, and um, I guess you could call it like Pikmin in its execution. Because uh, you play this uh, little king dude who um, <clears throat> who uh, gets kicked out of his own kingdom by, like, some evil darkness or something like that. The thing is, this theme is kind of the same in another game I'm going to talk about here in a little bit. Darkness. It's like this. It's like evil darkness. It's darkness. Like the land, and it takes over this castle, and the king gets butted out along with his uh, trusted allies. And basically you go to this um, <clears throat> this kind of a, a shack in the middle of a forest, which is basically your, you know, your central hub from there on out. And you, uh, and you basically start rebuilding a uh, army or a kingdom, actually, from the ground up. I mean, you basically start with a king in rags, essentially. And um, you start having, like, more of a population in your town. You start building you start building um, houses and um, facilities to turn uh, people into soldiers or farmers. And, um, and you... You recruit people by going up to them and talking to them, and then you pick their job by sending them to a corresponding uh, place, uh, like the farm or the or the, uh, the barracks, to uh, get them trained to become a become a, a knight. And then um, you they come back to you, and they kind of walk behind you like. You know, like a, I guess, like how they do in Pikmin, how you con you control the king physically, but then he also has all of his uh, servants. Um, the first game to when you click on the barracks and they're training to play, I'm gonna need a montage, is the winner. Forever. It's the I, game of forever. That's not like um, that's South Park RTS. I'd play that. Wouldn't that be awesome? Gonna need a montage. But yeah, um, and you uh, you basically go around the, uh, the the land or the surrounding land, and you uh, send out your farmers to dig gold out of the ground, and you uh, send your your knights to uh, fight creatures that you see in the woods and sometimes there's even creatures like uh, in the garden when you try to send your farmers to go to the garden and uh, sometimes uh, there's even some vegetable monsters ve vegetable monsters of course yeah some evil tulips or tulips. that's not a vegetable I think you mean turnips yes thank you no problem but, uh, That's what I'm here for. Yeah. And you do it well. <laughs> Damn right I do. And uh, basically, that's the uh, the gist of the game. Um, my only main complaint is that it's... 
uh, it kind of has an on rails feel, d- d- despite the uh, the the actual, I guess, town building uh, kind of has a little little bit of an on on rails feel. It's not it's not quite Sim City where you have control of every aspect of building a town. Things just kind of happen when you uh, reach certain points in the gameplay, but. Uh, this, the main strategy in the game is how to use the army that you have with you. Uh, that That's the main real-time uh, strategy part of the game. And um, um, it's, it's really good. It's, um, it's got a lot of charm to it. Uh, the music is already written, established, classical music. Um, I've heard several of the tunes already in like movies and stuff like that. Um, don't really know who composed some of it. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to act like I'm some kind of music guru or something, but, um, uh, the game has a lot of charm to it. The gameplay is really nice. Um, I like it for, for what it is. Um, I will say there are times where, the game just kind of feels like you're going through the motions. I mean, I know most games feel that way, but it just, it, it, there's some times where it kind of, um, and then on top of that, um, on the, Vita, there's also some slowdown. Um, uh, it's, it's still quite playable, but sometimes it's, a it, it gets on my nerves. And, uh, uh, when it gets real busy, it kind of it kind of puts me in a state where I almost feel like getting a headache from it, but not quite. So I guess that would be uh, one negative thing to say about the game. But overall, it's a it's a good game for for what is a a whimsical real time strategy game um, that has kind of a you know a Japanese feel to it and it looks pretty neat and. And the uh, the strategy is pretty deep, but at the same time simple. And uh, it seems like you know something that a younger player could get into as. Um, overall, it's really good. And the last game that I uh, that I've played this week is um, it's a, it's a game made or brought to us by atlas so mm. i'm always excited about that and that is code of princess i've heard of this game yeah it's basically guardian heroes but in your hands for the 3ds so basically uh guardian heroes if uh if anybody you know, needs uh, needs to know what Garden Heroes is. It's basically a, a 2D beat 'em up game where um, there's three planes of levels. There's a middle level, upper, and lower plane of you know uh, existence. Yeah, and um, and basically you beat up all these characters. And each one has their own lifelines and stuff like that, and it's it's uh, it's pretty cool. And um, the game uses the same the same 
basically, um, I will say this. If you plan on playing in 3D, it's got some slowdown. This is kind of the uh, kind of the theme of the day for for me is the game looks great in 3D. It does. It the characters look looks like uh, paper cutouts in a uh, like a cardboard environment almost. Um, so it looks kind of it looks pretty neat when when you're playing 3D, but it's like oh it's it's got slowdown. You know, and there's not a whole lot going on. You're fighting like maybe five guys, and there's already slowdown. So I'm like, is this gonna be how it is? So I turned turn the 3D off, and it ran silky smooth without the 3D. Like butter. Yeah. So if you want more of a gameplay experience, you know, play it, play it without 3D. Or but the the 3D looks cool for you know for what it is. It, it's, it looks really nice. It just lowers your frame rate pretty good, especially from right from the beginning. And uh, this game is uh, uh, what else can I say about it? It's the story is very um, anime fan like checklist. It's which isn't a bad thing. It's just kind of silly. Uh, the main the main character is this blonde princess warrior who wears a uh, in, incredibly skimpy metal bikini, and um, basically has a similar story to Little King's story, where a great evil has bestowed upon the the kingdom, and basically it kicks the the leader out. Essentially, so it kind of has a very similar beginning. It's just in a different context, and instead of a little anime kid, you is some chick in a bikini who's the princess, you know. And um, of course, you know she's mm, and um, <clears throat> okay. And it's like oh, it's like oh. Of course, you you have the. Obligatory, you know, scenes and stuff like that. And you break, you're breaking up, son. Yeah. How about now? No, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Am I sounding like a robot or something? Uh, you sounded like you are like downloading BitTorrent or something. I don't, I don't know. You're moving away from the mic, it sounds like. Are you bit-torrenting? No. <laughs> it wasn't convincing <laughs> enough. That's, that's all I heard was... That. Oh, ah, it, ah, ah, ah. Uh, give me a call back. <laughs> I'm professional. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, first you gotta hang up. There you go. <laughs> Let's try that. I have no How idea. How do I sound? What? Keep talking. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Sounds better. Okay. Okay. Well, let's let's finish up the code of two tiles. <laughs> All right. So basically, uh, 
that's uh, that's pretty that's pretty much the game. It's got a nice arcade feel to it. Um, it's got multiplayer. Unfortunately, each person has to have their own copy of the game in order to take advantage of it. It you could play uh, between two to four players. Uh, you could even play on the internet with other people. Oh my gosh! Uh, which, which I have yet to do. And um, uh, for the game, it is it is really awesome. Like I said, if you like Guardian Heroes, um, you'll you'll love this game. So, there you go. All right. What are you, are you playing anything this week besides those things? Uh, probably more of the same. And on top of that, um, look for my review of New Little King Story and Code of Princess this week. Oh, you're reviewing both those. Yeah. There yeah, you go. That, that tells you how busy we are. Game has got two games. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. So I guess I'll move on to Drew, Drucifer. <clears throat> okay. Well, let's see here. I'm trying to imagine. So I've been out a week, but um, let's see. I'll just start with what I reviewed. I reviewed... Um, fuck, I can't even fucking remember, dude. It's been a it's been a rough week. For I, I know, I know. Yeah. You want to talk about I mean, XCOM? Yeah, we. I can talk about the uh, the the demo for XCOM. I'm fucking excited for that game. Well, I, that game is pretty sweet. I'm surprised. It, it's it's a turn based strategy game. Yeah. And you um, dig it, which is kind of weird to me. Well, you know, I love Advance Wars. Yeah, uh, I've, I've always loved that. It's kind of it's kind of like that. Um, what got me? Is the fact that you can name all your soldiers, and yeah, then like you uh, make your own band of heroes, and they level up, and like when they die, they go into the memoriam. Yeah, like and you can walk through there and see everybody's names and how many kills they had and when they died. Um, and like when people get hit hurt on the battlefield, they have to stay out for like two weeks or whatever. Which th- th- all that personal stuff is really pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a mixture between. That strategy and um, the whole base building stuff of maybe like Peace Walker. Yeah, I don't even think I've got too deep into the base building stuff yet. Um, I know like every mission you go on, you can bring back stuff to research weaponry, um, tactical advantages. Uh, you can also choose to decide which which faction you help. So like you have to yeah. balance the entire world, uh, and if you you know if you get uh, if you help the U.S. too much and you don't help the other countries, or if you help one other country too much, you know it, it gives you a benefit depending on which country you decide to go help. But at the same time, they'll they'll get angry with you. Yeah. If you don't go over there and help them, which it's it's a lot of managing. In between. Yeah. In between missions. It's like a mix between like a, maybe a civilization game and a a strategy turn based game, and just a lot of stuff in there. But I really like it, and I like the whole. The whole look of it and just how it feels and how it plays. It's real simple on the PC. Yeah, it's, it's just point and click. It's not it's not hard on the uh, console. On the console, you just like move the analog stick to where you want to go, and it'll show you if it's a you know if it's a short trip, it's one one move, and if you have to dash to the area, it's a two two move uh, turn. So it's it's relatively simple. Um, it's well made. Yeah. Fraxis does a fantastic job on anything they do. 
But yeah, I did play that demo, and it just it, it basically solidified me buying it next week. Um, let's see, I played uh, the Testament of Sherlock Holmes for review. I played so the um, you and Drew, you and uh, Dave can talk about that. Yeah, we can. I put the the PC version. Uh, PC version uh, allows for controller support, so I played most of that game with a controller. <sighs> it's okay. It doesn't do great with a controller. No, it, it doesn't it do is... great with a mouse and keyboard either. Okay, see, I just only playing it with a controller. It really felt like a PC point-and-click game that they added controller support to, but didn't really have anybody who totally knew how to do that. So they just kind of did the best they could. Yeah. This game, like, they got a whole new engine, so it's it's supposed to look better, which I went back and looked at the other games, and it does look a hell of a lot better. But still, they need to figure out how to make kids not creepy. Oh, God, those kids are creepy. Those kids were fucking scary. The, the kids are creepy. Most most of the the character models in general are okay, but they, they all look like ventriloquist dummies when they talk. Like Yeah. I almost wish they had just skipped it and not animated the lips and mouths because it probably it would have been better. It's it's not good enough to not notice and it's not bad enough to laugh at. It's just in that weird middle ground where it's just kind of unsettling. Yeah, like I told Ken through an email, I was like, it, it looks like they took either American or British people, dressed them up like Sherlock Holmes and Watson and said, I want you to read all your lines in Japanese and then dub it over <laughs> in English again. That's exactly what it looks like because their mouths do not match at all with what they are saying. Yeah, it's it's weird. Ever. <laughs> I'm just like, that is completely not what he said. But, I mean, it's a decent storytelling of Sherlock Holmes. I, you know, I have no problem with that. I do enjoy Sherlock Holmes. Uh, the mystery stuff is really good. The puzzles are, are pretty thought out. Um, it's just not polished, you know, and it, it looks okay, but it's still goofy. The animations are very strange. Like, it, they reuse animations. Like, I saw so many people do this kind of like quick dash toward the side. Like, I saw, like, an old man do it, a woman do it, and two other people do it. And I'm like, that's the exact same animation. It's just a different character doing it. Oh, you know? I didn't notice that. I totally did. Um, then they had the whole, it, it, the doors open funny, and it's like it, it's just not a polished game, you know. And it, I think the trailer's a little misleading. Because that trailer looks like... It's Sherlock Holmes, but in L.A. Noir. That's what it looks like. That game is totally not that at all. That game is basically a point-click adventure game with 3D visuals. Yeah. Um, the hint system's a little hit or miss for me. Uh, you have to be like standing right in front of something sometimes just to get a hint. Um, luckily, there was a game fact out there before the game even came out. So I used a fact for some of these puzzles because damn. There it I mean it it yeah, it suffers that same kind of a lot of a lot of those games have that problem for me where it's like, all right, I'm here, I've got these three things. What the fuck do I do next? Like where it's just really not evident 
what you are supposed to do with the stuff that you have. Do you need more? Are you supposed to combine it? You know, and you just kind of have to mess around with it. Yeah. But it's an okay game. It's not full price, and it's relatively cheap on the PC. I mean, I didn't realize that this is this was the continuation of all the other Sherlock Holmes games that have been out on PC. But apparently it is. Um, so this is like the sixth game in the series. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of them on Steam. Mm-hmm. All made by the same company, and they all, you know, they like the last one was Sherlock Holmes versus Jack the Ripper, and they actually mentioned the Ripper case in this game. So, this is definitely a continuation. Um, it's not bad. I'll just put it that way. Uh, it can read my full review and Dave's. Dave liked it more than I did. Yeah, I. There is not as much of that style of game available on consoles as there is on PC. Yeah. Um, and I thought that some of the stuff that they did, the way you kind of have to go and analyze your evidence and dissect it rather than just, I collected this thing and that in and of itself moves me forward. Uh, I thought the deduction board stuff was really cool. Yeah, not, I like that. Not flawless because you have to have every deduction right and some of them are kind of obtuse. Yeah. Um, but... I thought it, it had a lot of depth in that sort of style. And, you know, again, for the for the price, for the fact that it's 40 bucks, I kind of expect and can overlook some lack of polish. Uh, but actually, I, I really liked it. It's the game gets in the way of itself, which is unfortunate because yeah. it, it could have been better with a little bit more time. But yeah, that, I liked the, it. That, dude, that section with the fucking dog. I fucking hated that section. Which section with the dog? You didn't do that section? Well, no, I'm I'm not sure. Where you played as the dog. Oh no, I must have gone on a different I must have gone on a different order than you. Really? Huh. Yeah, you play as the dog and you have to like sniff out clues and stuff. My god. No, I that was that annoying. Yet. That was annoying. Um yeah, you'll get to that. But um, and Watson seems to be excited about every fucking thing. That voice actor is <laughs> just excited. I have to go get the paper. You know, he just sounds crazy. But yeah, it's okay, game. Yeah, it's just, it's weird. It's like you'll be playing at home, sitting at a desk, and he'll say, "Watson, go over to the other side of the room and get me a book." You will control Watson to go over to the other side of the room and pick up a book. And then, and then you'll go back to controlling homes. Like there's just some stuff that's totally dumb and makes no sense and doesn't need to be there. Yeah. So I mean I don't know. It's 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 a very strange game. I'd say wait for a price drop. That's just me though. I'm sure Steam sales will be happening very soon, and I'm sure you can be able you'll be able to pick up the Testament Sherlock Holmes for probably about nineteen bucks, nineteen ninety nine. Hell, probably even cheaper. At that point, sure. Um, let's see. The other game I played and reviewed was uh, One Piece Pirate Warriors. Um, I know nothing about One Piece. Never watched the anime. Never read the manga. Um, this is the third Dynasty Warriors game based on an anime that I have never seen before that I have reviewed. Um... 
But I will mention this. I reviewed the Bleach game. And I reviewed, I want to say it was a Naruto game. And this one is the best out of all of them. In Plus fact, this one has I, a giant giraffe. Well, this is, this is I'll, I'll say this. This is one of the better uh, Dynasty Warrior type games. Dude, that giraffe picture cracks me up. I love that. It's freaking crazy. It's like the cover of Resident Evil was in the fighting game. <laughs> but um <laughs> now I'm looking at it. <laughs> um but uh the um but yeah, the one the one thing that I really liked about it was um it has online multiplayer. Now, I'm correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't I haven't played many Dynasty Warriors games, but has there been a Dynasty Warriors game or a game like that that has online multiplayer? You know, I think I, this is the first one. Yeah, I don't think they do. I don't think that's a normal thing for that series. It's kind of like the Lego games; they just don't do online. Yeah, this this is this is this actually has online multiplayer. It's co-op and it's fun. It's just really fun. I mean, this game is just. I, I mean, you're not gonna get this game if you don't like One Piece. Um, I have no idea what was going on. But, you know, I mean, they, they give you objectives. Go kill a bunch of dudes or go over here and stop this thing from, from launching or something like that. And it's actually really fun. The, the story mode has a little bit more depth to it than, like, a ble- the Bleach game did. Um, and um, you, you play as, like, basically Luffy. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Or maybe Luffy. I, can't, I don't know. Um, but the dude with the hat? The dude with the straw hat. Yeah, he's oh, stretchy. Okay. Yeah, he's got, like, suspenders on. Yeah. He's he's a he he ate some kind of fruit that makes him like he can stretch his body to crazy lengths Anime, and stuff like that. Dude, what the hell? I don't know. Well, that's that's stranger than uh, I don't know a, a guy coming from another planet and he has every superpower known to man. Yeah, it really is. How so? Because he ate a piece of fruit, wears a straw hat and suspenders, and is stretchy. Come on. They don't even try the comic book argument on that one. No, I mean, it's it's the same thing with them. I mean, anime and manga are just like comic books. I mean, they just have their own type of Except lore. Tentacles. Well, whatever. Um but uh yeah, it's it's actually a really really fun game. It's it's a, it's a mindless beat 'em up and they they you know, they have different modes and things like that and the online is actually really fun. Does um, it have the, uh, um, fog? What's that? Does it have fog? It does not have fog, I don't believe. Good. Good. No. Um, it does not. You can do whatever you want. You can see where exactly you need to go. It's it's very simplistic in nature. Um, you can do, like, combo attacks. Like you, you, you always have, like, NPCs running around helping you, and you can choose one of them to basically have a, as a partner. And whenever you do a certain type of combo... You can activate your partner, and your part you take over as the partner for a little while, and just continue the combo. It's actually really cool, and you can even do that in co-op. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's a, it's a fun little game. Uh, the unfortunate thing is, um, you need to know a little bit about One Piece to enjoy it fully, and it's forty nine ninety nine, and it's and it's only available on the PlayStation Network, Ooh. and it's and it's eleven gigs. Ooh. It took me wow. a day. It took me a whole day to download that. PlayStation Network is blazing. What are you talking about? Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, if you're into One Piece, I'd say definitely pick it up. Um, if you want like a fun little beat 'em up, yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's, it's actually a fun game. I knew, I, like I said, I know nothing about One Piece, but I still had some fun with it. Oh, then that's all that matters. Yep. Um, and it, I think it's one of the first Dynasty Warrior games to ever have online play. So that's actually something. Uh, the only other game I played um, was Resident Evil Six. Oh yeah, we had that game. Man, dealing with that fallout right before I left for San Francisco was fun. Yeah, that people, was fun. People still talking about it. Really? Are they are they online right now? How many like, comments we got on that? Dude, that thing now? is like I think the comment string is longer than my review. It's huge, I gotta, man. I gotta read this. It's, it's huge. Anyway. That's what you get for giving your opinion on something. I know, I'm such an idiot. Dumbass. Yep. Money hats. Mm-hmm. You're just supposed to read oh. the Amazon reviews that are on there before the thing comes out and just regurgitate those. damn, 17 fucking comments. That's right, baby. <laughs> I know how to make Sweet. it. I know how to make a controversy. Which, I saw somebody tweet about that the other day. It's like, do you realize how absurd the idea of bribing a reviewer is? Like, like, how would you even go about that? You, like, send them a check? I guess. No, you send them a hat made of money. I, I got, like, 12 of those hats. <laughs> <laughs> you can go with the one Justin got for South Park. Dude, that's a big hat. You ever seen him wear that? It's crazy. <laughs> it's got a big picture of Matt and Trey on it. And they're made out of $100 bills. <laughs> Nuts. We should probably wow. be talking about the game, not reading the comments. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just, oh, God, I gotta, I'll look at that later. Um, what can I say? Um, my, 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 here's my opinion. You gave your opinion, Ken. Yes, I did. And I, I will say this, and it's no sliding against you. I don't agree with your score. And nobody has to. That's, yeah. that's the beauty of the internet. You don't have to um, agree with my opinion. Yeah, and, and that's all I'll say. I'm not going to call you an idiot and stuff like that. You know? But um, I've played through almost all of Chris's campaign. Why did everybody um, start on Chris? I, I'm kind of curious. Like, I've seen that around the internet, and, like, everybody started with Chris. That's I Matt. I asked Matt. I said, Matt, which? Because I'm playing all through co-op with Matt from Phoenix Down. And I was like, look, you're hosting. Which one do you want to do first? He said, let's do Chris's first. I was like, okay. So we did Chris's first. I guess because I me and him, on. yeah. See, I guess me and me and Matt did like like this year finished Resident Evil Five together, and I guess he just wanted to continue with Chris. That's weird because Chris is the last one I did. Yeah, but I don't know. I he, he just chose it, and we're just going to continue through that. I don't know which one we're going to do next. He may do Leon's next. Um, it it just feels kind of clunky to me. It's um, it's like it's like I told Matt while we were playing, and I fully agree with it. Is that it's one of those games, kind of like Dead Rising, where you have to play the game the way you it wants you to play it, not the way you want to play it. But that's how Resident Evil's always been. I know, but the problem is, is that there's they've tried to go with the shooting. They've tried to make it as third-person shootery as they can, and 
everybody knows how to play a third-person shooter, and this game does not play like a standard third-person shooter. <clears throat> so, so I'm trying to do things that I know I could normally do in a game like Gears of War, and I can't really do them in Resident Evil 6. Now, don't get me wrong. I still think that this is a good game. I think that it, it it's definitely not a 2 or a 3 out of 10. Because for me, a 2 or 3 out of 10 is a chore to play. Me and Matt are still having a blast playing this game. But and I think I, th- I like the story. You know, I think it, they, they're trying to flesh out a lot of stuff. You know, there's a lot of stuff that we, that has been left, you know, open. And they're finally trying to tie some things together. People will definitely disagree with me. Um, and I feel like people, including reviewers, are just really wanting to bash the game for no apparent reason. Just because it's popular and they're... I think this because it's, they're sick of it by now. I think a lot of people are just sick of the Resident Evil series, and they just they, you know want to bash it. Well, what I uh, one of the things I found funny about the bashing is that they bashed the crap out of RE5 when it came out, and now they're calling it good. Like like it's uh, somehow yeah. aged better over time. I'm like, no, it's still the same game that it was when it came out, and it was what it was. You know, and and that's been the funny thing. They're like, <clears throat> RE5, you know, upgraded these portions of the control scheme, but it still worked. I'm like, eh, no, you go back and play it, and it's it's still it still forces you to play the way it wants you to play it. Yeah, RE. Well, and I just finished replaying through RE5 and the DLC, and that game gets really frustrating because that builds on four, where you have faster and more agile enemies that will attack you in different ways but still kind of leaves you stuck in a rooted to the ground control scheme. Yeah, and and that's a lot of the issues with 6 that people are talking about, but they're talking about how 5 did it better and I'm like, "Eh, no. I mean, 5 would have been a lot better if you could move and shoot because the enemies were faster and it didn't let you. 6 at least kind of loosens that up and lets you deal with enemies who move faster than they have traditionally in the series. Yeah, the the dodge move is great. Like that, See, that's the that thing. helps. It doesn't explain to you how to yeah. do any of that shit. And, and that would be that was exactly what I was going to say is how exactly do you dodge because that game comes with no manual and doesn't explain jack shit. Yeah, the problem is is also if you install it, it tells you a lot of that stuff on the loading menu that you never see. And and that's the okay. game's fault. There is a lot of things that you did you know that when you heal yourself if you're near your partner it'll heal them too. Nope. Uh, yeah, we we found that out. Me and Matt did. He's like, "Hey, I, it healed me." I was like, "Okay," because I'm standing next to you. Yeah, the dodging is really easy once you learn how to do it. It's everything is context sensitive to when you're holding the trigger for aiming. If you tap the A button in a direction, left or right, they will dodge left or right. If you hold back, he'll fall on the ground, and you can still shoot, and you can even move while you're on the ground shooting. And as long this as you, as long as you keep, yeah, as long as you keep the left trigger held. You you can do that the entire time. You can you can keep moving while you're on the ground and shooting at the same time. There's just yeah, so many things that I found confusing about it, especially with the tablet thing, like healing ourselves and stuff like that. Why the fuck didn't they just leave it a spray? Well, the spray's still in there. Uh, the herbs, the herbs and spray have always been a part of it, but now the herbs you just mix them together and then put them in your tablets, which makes it easier than going into the menu and healing. 
Uh, yeah, but I mean, you remember like in Resident Evil 5, whenever you wanted to use a, just a regular green herb, he sprayed it on him, but you could tell that if you were standing next to somebody, the spray would get on somebody else. How, how exactly do they explain it where I'm putting a pill in my mouth and it's healing my partner too? Well, yeah, that, standing next to that part should have been explained, but the spray still, you know, you can tell when you spray yourself it. That's, I mean, that that's kind of dumb, but given how many times I would get jacked in the back of the head trying to open up the menu in RE5 and frantically find a healing item, having it mapped to the right bumper is really nice. Just click, and I healed. I just, I, I, I don't know. It's there's, there's just certain things about, it. like, you can totally get, like, stuck in, like, <sighs> constant hit animations. Yeah, which Me- was a present in 5. Me, me and Matt have died multiple times due to the fact that I just have picked him up, yet somebody is going to hit me right when I get up. You know? Yeah, that's that's something that's always been, and Resident Evil has always been a frustrating part of Resident Evil. So, I mean, it, I mean, don't get me wrong, I like the game. I really do. Um, you run out of ammo way too easily. You need to You need to set that skill. Yeah. The better drops. Yeah, better drops and shit like that. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say that that's another question I have. It keeps telling me that I'm picking up skill points and to assign them. At what point does that shit open up? Because it doesn't seem seem to be skills I can assign. After every chapter. You can set your skills or you can set your skills from the main menu. Okay. I guess I haven't quite played to the end of the first chapter. Yeah. When you finish a chapter, you have one skill... Uh, button and the skill button allows you to equip three skills. Uh, once you beat the game, you unlock eight, so that you can switch between them in between chapters or before you start your game from the main menu. And you have eight altogether, I think. Whenever you start playing mercenaries mode, yeah, you have to beat the game before you unlock eight of them. And when yeah. you say beat the game, is that one? I, I guess because I got it after I got it after I got it after I beat Leon's. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Maybe it, it could be that Chris's campaign is the weakest out of all of them. I felt it was, um, yeah. but it still had the best um story ending, which I'm not going to talk about. Okay. Um, like that, that was pretty cool. But they're all good. I think Leon's is the strongest by far. Um, Jake yeah. and Sherry's is probably second, although there's some segments in that that are kind of frustrating. Um, Chris's is more like a shooter without the ammo. Yeah. Uh, that's kind it's, of that's, its problem. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, and you're getting, I mean, you're getting, like, there's so many things. Like, there was this part where we had to, it, it was one of those intersections where you can play with other people. And we were playing, and we there was another group playing, too. And they intersected us, kind of deal, and we had to protect them. Yeah. And um, we didn't know what the fuck to do. The game didn't tell us anything. Well, you're just it supposed would... to shoot. It... Yeah, you're talking about the part where the chopper's flying around. Yeah, the helicopter. Yeah, we're like, are we supposed to fucking shoot this helicopter? Uh, I was like, are we supposed to just shoot the monsters around us? It's. You know, I don't... Resident Evil works on the um, kind of the horde style and Call of Duty style where. In order to progress the the section that you're in, just kill a certain number of enemies, and then eventually it'll be like, okay, there's this many left, go kill them. Yeah, 
So yeah, we didn't know, and I was like, I, we were shooting at the helicopter. Then we ran out of ammo. Then there was a bunch of guys there, and we had to hit them with our melee. And that's a, that's a huge problem in this game is that like the boss fights don't tell you and don't give you any kind of clues as to how to beat them. That's that's really apparent towards the end of Leon's. There's a section at the end of Leon's campaign where it took me forever to figure out what I had to do to kill this boss. Does it just not give you any feedback on whether or not you are doing damage? Well, what happens is eventually your partner starts saying something. She starts saying, like, um, obviously our bullets aren't doing anything. We should try something else. And I'm like, okay. And then eventually I stumbled over this object in the environment, and that was the key to beating him. Oh, yeah, that's... So, yeah, it's it's really, that's probably the biggest crime this game commits, is that it doesn't explain itself well enough. Yeah, at all, you know, just the fucking, the dodging, I dodged, I like, or not dodged, but I rolled one time, I was like, I don't know how the fuck I just did that. Everything is done with the A button, and then the left trigger, like the X every, button for yeah. Me. yeah, X button on PS3, but it's all done with that. I mean, I don't know, like... I don't get the the uber massive amounts of hate for the game. I mean, it's not a broken game. It's clunky, but it still works and it looks amazing sometimes. Yeah, I think visually, it's like Leon's campaign has some of the best environmental stuff. Uh, same with Sherry and Jake. There's a couple levels in there that are just phenomenally well designed. Well, even Chris's campaign stuff. Chris's like campaign those... felt very claustrophobic to me compared to the other two. There was so many fucking corridors you ran down, and it was like you were always in a building, and the camera is right on Chris's ass. Yeah, that Chris's campaign is the biggest. Uh, or peers, for in my case, because yeah. I play as peers. Yeah, that that campaign is a lot more claustrophobic than the other two. The other two are a lot more open. And it kind of gets on my nerves. I can't choose my guns. That is all based on the fact that they got rid of the whole gun portion. Yeah. Just the fact that, you know, I played as Piers, and I'm more of a machine gun guy, and Piers doesn't have a machine gun. Yeah, he has the sniper rifle and the uh, MP4 or whatever. Uh, it's, yeah, it's just a, like, you know, single, just a single, single shot. shot yeah. And Which I, I actually saying. prefer. Like, when I play as Chris, I'm usually using the 909 or the shotgun. The machine gun's too... Unless I'm using my skills, it's just too spray. Yeah. I don't know. It's I it, it's a good game. I really I really do enjoy it and I I'm definitely going to beat it and I want to see how everything turns out, but um I will say that there are some gameplay things in there that kind of get on my nerves as well as the game not explaining anything to you. Give us a fucking manual Capcom. You used to have the most amazing manuals. <laughs> what the fuck happened? The trees, you know? man. Fucking Super Street Fighter Four has like a fifty-page manual, all in color. This was what three years ago? Come on! In three years, you guys it went from to no manual. So, but anyway, yeah, that's that's Resident Evil Six for me. I mean, I'm sure somebody else can Dave can talk about it or something like that, but um. The only other game I played and playing for review is a uh, Sonic Adventure Two. Um, yeah, the, the the only game, the only Sonic game I've, I've really ever played was Sonic Generations, and I really really liked that game. Um, 
and so I, I was kind of excited to play Sonic Gen- Sonic um, Adventure Two. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's kind of rough. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. No, no, no. Sonic, the Sonic stages are are decent. Playing as Tails and playing as Knuckles, not so much. Yeah, that was but, the problem with Adventure Two was them trying to stem out to all the other characters. Playing as fucking Knuckles is not fun at all. <laughs> you have to find these three gems spread spread throughout an entire fucking area, and it's just fucking stupid. You have to use a little radar thing and and find them. And Tails is basically you're not going fast. It's just like Sonic, except he has a machine gun and he can like shoot rockets, and he doesn't go fast. It's you know that's that's it. I mean, just fucking play as Sonic and it's it's fun. Like the Sonic stages, I'm fine with. Have you played as uh, what's the cat's name? The big fat cat. Oh God, I can't I remember know. his name. He Biggs. Fish- Biggs the cat. Yeah, he fishes. No. They're crazy. See, they have a they have a the hero side and the evil side, so I can play as the bad guys too. Yeah, you fish. Play as, play as Shadow. Shadow the Hedgehog. Um, and then they have that whole, is it Chow? Is that how they're pronounced? I believe they're called Chow. You have the Chow Garden. Yeah. That shit's... Well, that was was a VMU gimmick that they're just trying to bring forward to the, you know, the consoles now. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know, I get a bunch of shit and I, I fucking, you know, feed them and give them stuff and they level up, but I have no idea what it does. It's like Digimon. Yeah. So... But yeah, on Sonic, I mean, it, I'm sure back in its day it was amazing. But no, it wasn't. It wasn't? No. Like, the no. first one, the first one, yeah. The second one was kind of broken, and it just didn't work, unfortunately. Yeah. The camera's a fucking mess in that game, especially it, with, like, Knuckles. I don't have a problem with Sonic's camera, because, it, you know, it's mainly just staying behind Sonic's back. But when you're playing as Knuckles, and you're trying to actually look around the environment and see where these fucking gems may be... It, it, it's you. You can't change it. It, it. the The camera is inverted, and I can't use inverted, so I'm constantly dying because I I I think I'm turning to the left, and oh, I'm turning to the right, and oh. Sega's classic games are not as good as we remember. Like uh, uh, the, this is like like Ditsit Radio. Yeah, you know, it's not as good as we remember. Uh, Nights into Dreams. That's not. Very good game. <laughs> it's it's just really not like you go back and you play it now and you're like, oh, this was supposed to be good, but it really did you, wasn't. Did, did you try out nights? I played the demo. Uh, yeah. It's, I know Matt's reviewing it. Yeah, he is, and it's not that I didn't want to, because like literally when I got the code, I'm like, oh, nights. I remember that game. It was so awesome. And now I played it. I'm like, oh, my memory sucks. Was Knights on? What was Knights on? Saturn. It was oh, actually Saturn. the first game to come bundled with an analog controller. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Which, like, okay. people today still have trouble figuring out what you're supposed to do in that game. And it's literally just fly through these hoops until you collect a certain amount of points and then go through the exit. Hmm. And that's it. Yeah. That's pretty much it for me. Um, future stuff. I'm going to play some more Resident Evil. Um, in fact, I think um, Matt and I 
are going to do a special Resident Evil episode of Phoenix Down. Uh, talk about the history of the entire series, talk about our experiences with it, and maybe maybe talk a little bit about Resident Evil 6. We don't want to spoil the entire thing because it is a brand new game, but we, I, we would like to just delve into it just a little bit. Um, so definitely uh, stay tuned for that one. Um, Dave, if you want to join us because you're a Resident Evil fan, come on ahead. I would definitely like to do that. Okay. And um, the other other game I'm probably going to be playing uh, for review this week will be uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. Pokemon Black. Right, which one? Do you know which I, version? She just saying? said Pokemon. She didn't say which version. So okay. I don't know. All right. So either Pokemon Black 2 or Pokemon White 2. Well, there you go. So, or whatever whatever else you tell me to review. Yeah, because that's what I do. I email you like, Drew, review this. Yeah. Hey, you want to do this? Sure. Hey, Drew, you want to do this? Well, I kind of just totaled my car today. Okay, never mind. Never mind. So I'll move on to, to Big John Stud. J-Dub. J yeah, that rhymes. It, it wasn't supposed to. Well, it does. You're a poet and didn't know it. Oh. Yeah. Well, shit. I'm all Susie over here. Okay. Um, what did I play? I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, FIFA 13. Uh, I finally picked up. I um, still haven't played Mr. Pyrite. He seems... Well, we seem to be like two ships that pass in the night when it comes to Xbox. And haven't seemed to have crossed paths yet. I'm really liking 13. More so than 12. They've made a few changes. Um, the loading screens now come up with uh, training mode. Uh, which you uh, gives you a set of challenges. So, for example, uh, uh, penalty taking, crossing, dribbling, things like that. Um, just basically help there to help you improve your skill level. Uh, and that's pretty cool because before it just sort of was static screen and you could mess about while you're waiting for the game to load. Um, the control of the players uh, is a little bit better, especially with the ball control. So if you're into controlling your balls, you're, you're sorted there. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the nice little touches, and I've never noticed it before, and I don't know whether it's in any of the previous games, but um, the more you, your team is winning, the louder the crowd gets, which I think's uh, quite a nice little touch. But it, it feels like FIFA. It, it plays pretty much like FIFA. They've got um, a couple of new features, for example, like playing... Um, match day games it, this is all part of the uh, EA football club so you can take part in either games that have happened that week uh, where you play as one of the teams and it's like real life matches from the premiership or some of the bigger uh, bigger leagues and there's challenge modes where for example they take a game where a team was 3-1 uh, down and they lost the game and they put you in like at the 59th or 62nd minute or something like that and you've got to turn it around and change history so to speak which is a pretty cool addition uh, you unlock uh, points you can use as in the catalogue for EA uh, football clubs you can unlock uh, you know the jerseys or um, uh, football boots or uh, tracks and various bits and pieces pretty cool um, one of the things that does kind of annoy me is they I can see why they do it, but they limit to the amount of XP that you can do, you can get per day. So you've got your little XP um, level, which carries over from FIFA 12. Um, but you can only earn 
I think it's about 2,000 XP points per day, and then it caps it. And I think that's probably to stop, you know, people leveling up too fast. Um, but it just seems a bit daft. No other kind of game does that, I think. So the more you play, you should be rewarded with with more um, experience points. But, you know, that's just a, an aside, really. It's, it's not a game-breaker. Um, you can import your face in again if you've got an EA game face. You can import, and unfortunately, mine's orange for some reason. The light when I took the photo back I it wasn't your, last year. It wasn't your fake tan. It wasn't my key or a tan. No, <laughs> um, just poor lighting. I have turned the connect on, but I haven't tried. I don't know whether you can use a connect to import a face now. I I, I didn't have it on. When... Unless something changed, no, because I tried that with Tiger Woods, and it forced me to go find my live vision cam. It wouldn't let me use connect for that. No, oh, okay. Well, I know it's got Connect support, but I, I didn't try when I didn't give me the option. But then I didn't have my Connect plugged in when I first started up and and made my own player. So um, it seems a bit daft that they wouldn't. But then again, that camera is quite low res, so uh, maybe that's um, uh, maybe that's for the best. But, yeah, uh, that's my assumption of why. It's um, it's good fun. I, I enjoy FIFA games. Um, they haven't broken it, which is a good thing. I mean, yes, every year seems it does seem like I don't know. It seems like a short time between the years, between like twelve, uh, eleven, and twelve, and twelve and thirteen. But then maybe that's just me getting old, and the years are going by too quick. Um, as long as they don't break it, they're fine. I don't think Pez. I know this year Pez was meant to be quite good, and the game that they should have made maybe five years ago. Um, I don't know how that plays. I've never been a PES player. I've always played FIFA, and you know, through the crappy times and, and now through the good times, I, I think it's EA's to, to screw up now. Um, even with this meant to have been a really good PES this year, sales are com- you know abysmal compared to FIFA. He's blown. It. I mean, FIFA is the biggest sporting game of all time. You know, launched in five days, like 4.5 million copies, biggest launch so far this year, and. PES can't compete with that. I think Konami may end up giving up at some point. And so unless EA do something to actually break it, I think they're they're golden now for for quite a while. Um, I also played um, Hell Yeah, Yeah. which was free. Oh, Hell Yeah. Hell Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Fantastic, you know, much like Double Dragon, it was free for PS plus subscribers. Um, unlike Double Dragon, it's actually quite good. In Europe, it was free. One free for us. Oh, God. Yeah. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Way to rub it in our faces, John. Never mind. Yeah. Thanks, John. Um, sorry about that. Uh, it's really good. It's weird. Yeah. Um, is it kind of... I mean, you were talked about it last week, and you... You know, the guy fucks rubber duckies. I mean, it's... Yeah. You can't really get much weirder than that, but it's not about that. It's a gameplay. And the gameplay kind of harks back to the old 2D style of uh, scrolling platformers, but with a complete bonkers edge. I mean, I haven't got too far into it. Probably maybe, maybe played a couple of hours and probably maybe 12 or 13 bosses through. But I do like the fact that... It's all about the bosses, and you you encounter them, you know, several boss levels on one level. Um, 
you know, the other enemies that are about are, are pretty harmless. You can take them out quite easily. But when you get to the boss level, it's all about all about them and some of the slow mo stuff, like the weird little mini games that you get to finish off uh, a boss. Um, I just you have to wonder what kind of drugs these people who made it were taking at the time because. I mean, the, the, there's one with a truck where you run them over and you back the truck up again and again and again. It's quite <laughs> funny. Um, did you just say hell yeah? Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Um, and there's ones where you've uh, you can well, some are really like for example, you drop some of the characters. You drop things on their head and it's just like boom, done. But it's it's really it's not consistent if you know what I mean when it comes to that sort of stuff it can be a boss level takes you three or four seconds to finish and then the mini game um, and then another will be really difficult and you have to you know use the environment or all the map around you to to get the better of them and it's good it, it keeps things interesting um, the guy with the brain the octopus the, the octopus yeah weird funny quite good um, I'm really enjoying it it's just uh, different it's fun it, it, it's it I mean it's Sega we're a game which is really odd um, actually making and putting out a good or uh, putting out a good game it's yeah it's, it's different it's not your usual thing it's definitely a downloadable title you couldn't put that on a disc and expect it to sell it's, it's a perfect platform um, really for that Um I would recommend people go and get it for sure, and especially in Europe. If you've got a, a PlayStation Plus subscribe, you've got no excuses. The damn thing's free. The only thing that I'm I had an issue with with the game keeps stuttering. Now I don't know whether that's my hard drive or the game on the PlayStation. Um, I'm beginning to wonder. I'm going to have to have a look into that whether any other games do it. But it kept sort of every maybe ten or fifteen seconds just stutter for a second and and then move on. But um, that might be the hard drive in my PlayStation which will be off yeah it's weird I didn't, I didn't have that issue on the 360 but I didn't play the PS3 version so I don't know I say I'll, I'll try some of the other downloadable titles I've got see if they uh, they do the same sort of thing um, so you played that a uh, little bit of Borderlands again um, not a massive amount because I've got FIFA um, and no that's it I think I can't think of anything else I played this week Alright, what are you playing this week, coming up? Um, definitely some more FIFA. Is there anything out this week? Uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute, there's a ton. Okay, cool. Um, it depends what's out. I haven't, for some bizarre reason, I don't know what's coming out next week, even though it's the sort of start of the, the silly season. So, um, okay. if there's anything interesting, I'll pick something up, but definitely more FIFA, and I would imagine some more hell, yeah. We'll get excited, we'll get to those and just three more people. Sweet! Three? Fuck about. Yeah, so, hey, hey, Wombat. Nope. Maybe? Nope. Nope. He's hey, how are you? Hey, there, <laughs> there he is. There he is, bless him. Oh. How you feeling? Um, pretty rough. Yeah. You sound I, like crap. Sound uh, like yeah, I got yeah, that. Yeah, but I'm here, so. Uh, the good news is Skype now understands that I am not a terrorist. That's good. So, he, yeah. What do you... Uh, I don't know. My my Skype account got suspended because apparently somebody was trying to use it for some kind of I don't know, I don't know, world domination scheme. Um, so actually that's not true. I don't. I, I'm just saying that to make myself feel better. They probably just hacked my password and 
sent a bunch of messages that had a bunch of cuss words in them to people. Um, but, uh, so that's why it took me so long to join the festivities today. So I apologize for that. But, um, I'll go relatively quickly here. I did play a decent chunk of NHL 13 this week, which is awesome. Um, if, uh, anybody on the show likes hockey, first off, I'm sorry, um, that there's no hockey right now. So get your fix with NHL 13 because it's pretty good. And does, it's uh, a lot more realistic than it has been in the past. Does it have the lockout mode? <laughs> it does, <laughs> yeah. Um, you turn on the game and uh, a voice just says lockout and then the game just shuts off. You well, you know, e- EA always claims Until that you give them another 60 bucks. Yeah, EA always claims if it's in the game, it's in the game. It's in the game. So we, right. need, we need a lockout mode. Like I was hoping Madden would have a patch for replacement refs. Yeah, there you go. And they I could, just mess up a whole bunch of calls. Yeah, exactly. I could get away with, yeah. like, pass interference. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so, but uh, other than that, I kinda, I, I'm kind of in a lull right now between games, so I've been trying to clean up some stuff that I never finished from before. Um, I played a little bit of Borderlands, the first <laughs> one, uh, because I've never beat the first one. And I uh, played a little bit of Infamous, the first one. Uh, because I never beat the first Infamous either. Holy crap! Um, yeah, no, even though the, the story's been the story's been ruined for me a long time ago, but that's okay. Obviously, um, awaiting. Uh, I've already got news from GameFly that they've shipped Dishonored. Um, so that's what I'll be playing this week. Is uh, Dishonored? I'm really looking forward to that game. So well, I'll tell you all about it here in just a goes. couple minutes. Oh, great! So you can tell me whether it's worth playing or not. I will do that very shortly that's uh that's pretty much it all right well then i got dave all right uh what I, I played the testament of sherlock holmes on xbox 360 which we already talked about uh i liked it thought it was pretty cool if if you like that style of game then you should probably check it out uh i finally started playing resident evil 6 last night which is by far the longest between launch and playing a Resident Evil game I have ever gone. Um, I started with Leon, and that one carries over one of the things that I thought they did well in um, my brain's locking up. What's the online one we just played? Oh, Raccoon oh, City. Oh, Raccoon City. Yeah, where it's it's got that tension of it's dark, oh, I just saw a shadow move, now I start firing, and all of a sudden I can see there are a bunch of zombies around, like when you're when you're down in the subway tunnels and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, fortunately, I had my wife sitting next to me to point shit out because my eyes are not good enough to see all of the subtle movements in the darkness. The darkness. <laughs> but they definitely, they certain parts of that really hit the tension nicely. And then, like you were saying, some of the set pieces there are really good, where there's you know, cars will come crashing by and just shit is going crazy. Did you get hit by the train at all? I did. <sighs> yeah, I got hit by it once. One of the things that I am early on not a fan of in that game is it kind of decides when you can run. So you can't just hold A and run. That's only In some instances you that... can run. In some instances you just walk slowly. So when there's a train coming and she says train and I push the stick and I'm just kind of meandering, and I get hit by a train, that kind of sucks. Yeah, they do that more in Leon's campaign than any of the other two. I just, I don't, it's, it seems pointless, and 
and irritating. Um, but the the tension is good in that. Uh, the feel of it is good. The camera is definitely wonky, like yeah. we talked about. The fact yeah. that they don't explain anything to you is irritating. But so far, it's you know, it's fine. I like. I have not even finished the first chapter, so I can't say a whole lot about it. Uh, the reason it took me so long to turn it on was because fucking Borderlands Two. I can't stop playing that damn game. I'm, I'm glad that the that you are enjoying it. Uh, well, and most of it I've done co-op, which I think is a big help to that series in general. Oh yeah, uh, it is. It is a lot more fun. I'm playing with a friend of mine who is an assassin, and we've been going through most of it together. Uh, I really like the siren. The phase lock stuff is really cool. Um, and that game just, it does a lot of what the first game did, which is the NPCs are great. You know, Claptrap is really good at the beginning, but then Sir Hammerlock is funny, and I just got to... Who's the, the little girl demolitions expert? Tiny Tina? Oh, yeah. I think I her that. lines are just crazy. I hate that. Well, what about the what about the, the, the big old girl? Oh, I thought girl. she was hysterical. What about the big old girl who runs the... <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Scooter's sister. Yeah, Scooter's sister. Like I don't remember her name, but yeah, she got cracked that. me up. Yeah, that, it's it is still just a a really funny game. Uh, I'm far enough in where I've collected enough iridium and bought enough upgrades that I don't run out of ammo as much. But that is definitely still a real issue. And and I'm one of those people that opens every chest I come across. And I'm still running out of ammo. Yeah, ammo is, yeah. Especially since I'm at level 15 or 16 and I still don't have the fourth weapon slot unlocked. You know, and obviously the fewer different weapons you have, the more running out of ammo is a problem. Because I can only use three different ammo types unless I start juggling stuff around. So that's a pain. Uh, The amount of foot travel they still haven't really addressed uh, fast traveling is better and more streamlined and gives you a better idea of where you're going. But you still spend a lot of time running back and forth between stuff, which is just irritating when you're running through an area and you're killing spider ants or whatever and getting one XP a piece that you're doing a lot of killing and not getting anything for it, which is irritating. But for whatever reason, I just cannot put that shit down. It's like a drug. It, it well, it is, and the I really like the siren skill tree. You know, there's enough stuff. I'm okay. I just if I level up three more times, then I can unlock this. You know, or there's stuff that I really want to be able to get to, and I think that's helping to push me forward. Um, so yeah, I really like that game. I played some more Torchlight Two. That's still really good. Uh. Did I play something else for review? Or was it just Sherlock Holmes? Just Sherlock. I guess. I can't remember when the last time it was that I was on here. Um, I think that's probably about it. I bought COGS for my Android tablet because I love COGS on the PC. And it's really good on the tablet, too. If you like that kind of sliding block puzzle game, you should go get that. COGS. That's just a fun game. Uh... This week will be more Resident Evil 6, more Borderlands 2. 
Uh, I still haven't played the third episode of Walking Dead, and I hate myself for it. And does do I get Fable this week? I forget how that works. Probably if they oh. send it to us. Okay, so the journey. Maybe more waving in front of Connect like a lunatic. Well, then there's a Harry Potter connect. Yeah, there's a Harry Potter too right? this week too. Yeah, so, so wand waving all around. Hell yeah. I'm always waving my wand at whoever will look at it. Yeah. All right. That's it. All right, well, I will go through this as quick as I can because we're already running deep on time. But I got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, we talked about XCOM already. Uh, I am playing that. Not a whole lot more to say about it because I've uh, not played a lot of it yet. Uh, I've been spending most of my time playing Dishonored. Uh, I believe I'm at the last possible junction of that game. And so far it's been fantastic. Um, I know a lot of people are not going to appreciate when I say this, but it feels like Bioshock. Um, Down to the... um, You find notebooks all over the environment that give you the backstory of the city uh, and the world. And... um, you pick up items to eat. It even sounds like the dude eating in Bioshock. Um, you're constantly picking up items for money. Uh, you're also constantly picking up money, coins laying around. Um, it also has the control scheme Bioshock, which the left trigger controls your left hand, the right trigger controls your right hand. Um, and your left hand is used for weapons, uh, like ranged weapons like guns and crossbows, and also your supernatural powers. So whenever you have a power, you can switch between them using the wheel, or you can assign four of them to the D-pad and switch between them and use them with the left trigger. Which I'm not going to spoil any of the powers, because that's part of the fun of the game, is when you get these powers is using them. Although if you've watched any of the videos leading up to it, they've pretty much spoiled all of the powers. So there's that. Uh, Your right hand is always used for your sword. Um... So it's, and you can block with the right bumper and parry uh, attacks with the right bumper. Um, that's how it plays. Um, the game itself is nothing like Bioshock. It's actually like uh, Assassin's Creed, uh, very much, where it's you will get a mission and your objective is to go kill one, two people. Um, the beauty of this game is the fact that every level is this, just this giant playground. To where you can do pretty much anything you want. You can tackle the situation any way you want. Um, And a lot of games claim that. And I don't know that I've played a game that executes it as well as Dishonored does. Uh, For example, just, just, you know, uh, one mission, I found a guy down down in like a little gang hideout. And basically, I could take out my target without ever going to the place where the target was. Like, if I did enough favors for this guy, he would take care of my business for me. Um, You can play totally stealth. You can actually play through the entire game without killing anybody. uh, Directly. Which is pretty impressive. And the game actually will reward you for that. Um, And that's that's really what the hook of this game is, is that it's completely open-ended. You can do pretty much anything that you want. Um, if you want to go through and be loud, obnoxious, and kill everybody, you can do that too. Uh, and the game doesn't really... I mean, it punishes you in your score, 
because you have what's called a chaos meter, and when you finish the level, your chaos meter is either low, medium, or high. Uh, I believe every mission I finished was high because the combat and the killing is so satisfying that I just wanted to do it. Um, but no, it's it's a wonderfully fantastic game. I'm not exactly sure what everybody was talking about with uh, the length. Uh, I was reading somebody said that it took four or five hours. Four hours. Yeah, I would like to know what game he played because I am ten hours in and I think I'm right at the end. So I'm guessing somewhere between eleven and twelve hours. Um. But the beauty of it is is going back, because once you finish a mission, it completely unlocks the mission in the mission select screen, and you can go back in and play it again for a better score, um, and to collect runes. Um, that's another nice thing that they did, was they give you this thing early that'll show you where all the hidden stuff is, um, but in order to upgrade your powers and to unlock new powers, you need to find these runes that are scattered around the world. And those are the collectibles, along with the bone charms. And the bone charms are basically like modifiers. So they will let you run faster, sneak quieter, um, hold more, you know, get more health from fountains and things like that. So if you like Assassin's Creed and you like Bioshock, I would definitely recommend checking this game out. It's very good. Um, it's It will remind you of both of those games, but at the same time have enough of its own identity that it doesn't it doesn't fall into that trap of being just like those games. And you know how excited you just got me by saying that it's like Assassin's Creed and Bioshock? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and trust me, that's exactly what you will feel when you're playing it. <clears throat> and it's it's really good. It is really, really good. Uh, I will be excited to see how people receive it this week. Um, but uh, the only other thing I played was I was actually in San Francisco um, Monday and Tuesday, and I got to head on down to Toys for Bob. Uh, the actual development studio. I was in the studio for about four hours on Tuesday afternoon uh, playing Skylanders Giants. Hey! Hey, sweet. So, um, I got to hold a Wii U controller. (laughs) How is that? It actually feels really good. Uh, They did not have the game running on a Wii U, though. So, uh, we were playing it on the Wii and on the uh, 360. Um, but pretty much, I mean, if you're into Skylanders, this game is definitely a nice step up. The new Giants characters are very, very cool. Um, I wrote a big hands-on with it. It's up on the site now that you can go read. There's actually going to be eight Giants, four at launch, uh, I believe three new characters, and a bunch of what they're calling Series 2, which are the old characters with new powers that you will be able to buy. Um... (laughs) The nice thing about this game is that you don't have to buy any characters to beat it. You can play through the entire game with your original toys if you have them still. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, the game itself feels very familiar, um, but that's not a bad thing. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's it just it just feels more polished. Uh, the characters feel more. Uh, one, one of the biggest things that they did was the characters actually all have voices now. Mm. So they're a lot more um, they're a lot more personal, um, which is really pretty cool. And they got some pretty big names. Um, just kind of rattling off what they told us at the show. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait is in it. Uh, he's he's got to be um, the one with the trigger and the tongue. No, he's, he's a new character. 
Oh, he, he seems suited to Trigger Happy. Well, when you see the new character, you'll think he's more suited for this guy. Oh, okay. Uh, the new character's name is Pop Fizz, and he basically drinks pop and uh, pop rocks and goes crazy. Um, there's also Kevin Sorbo is in it, which is kind of interesting. Um, Sweet. Patrick Warburton returns as Flynn, which is mm-hmm. awesome. I like him. Um, and George Takei is in it, but he's not a Skylander. I won't spoil who he is, but uh, he is in the game. Uh, but no, I loved it. Uh, I cannot wait. Like I had kind of burnt on the first game for a while. I, you know, was kind of like, oh, the new one's coming out. It'll be neat. And then after playing it, I am totally psyched and ready to play with all the new characters. Um, there's just enough here to get you excited for a new game. Uh, and if you've never played the game, it's definitely a nice jumping in point. It's not like you need to know some kind of massive narrative to get in there. You know, Chaos was the bad guy, and he was ruining the world, and now kind of the same thing's going to happen here, and, you know, more new stuff. Plus, there's a there's a dubstepping robot. So, I mean, if you can't get excited about a robot that dubsteps, and you get to sing along because the little ball is bouncing on the words while he's singing the song, so you can sing along. Nice. And then also make sure that if you play the game, take each Skylander that you have to the jukebox on the on the hub world because they all sing a song about themselves. Nice. And it's 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 absolutely fantastic. I can't wait until my son is old enough to play because I think he will really really get into this game. And and not to mention it's just really fun. Uh and the developers have mentioned um that they have taken into account that, you know, hardcore gamers are playing this game too, so they've added difficulty levels now including a nightmare mode. So if you want a challenge, you can get it from Skylanders now. So, but no, that's uh, that was what I spent. That and Dishonored ate up large portions of my week. Uh, as far as future fondling goes, I will be playing XCOM this week to write my review. I will probably finish up Dishonored tonight, uh, and I will be playing uh, some other stuff this week. I'm sure uh, Skylanders is only two weeks away. So I'm sure we will be seeing that relatively soon. Oh, so there you go. Oh, damn. So now we'll hop into new releases. And John, you were curious what's coming out this week? Indeed. Well, now's your chance. Well, now's your chance. Here it goes. Uh, starting off with Pokemon Black and White dropping today. Pokemon? Uh, there's a new Naughty Bear game dropping on Tuesday. Well, you're not getting me excited so far. Uh, Spy Hunter. For the 3DS and the Vita, hits this week. Uh, Just Dance 4 hits this week. Uh, Dragon Ball Z for Connect. Code of Princess, which Jason talked about earlier, is coming out this week. Uh, Harry Potter for Connect is this week. Dishonored for PS3, 360, and PC. Uh, XCOM Enemy Unknown for same systems, 360, PS3, PC. Uh, Fable the Journey hits this week for 360 Connect. Uh, Rocksmith Guitar and Bass is landing this week. Dance Central 3 is also hitting... uh, Oh, I'm sorry, that's next week. I apologize. Actually, I went too far. Yeah, Rocksmith Guitar and Bass and Dance Central are next week. Sorry, not this week. 
So Fable the Journey was the last one. As far as digital goes, um, the Naughty Buyer game is actually digital and retail, so that's hitting on Tuesday. Uh, Worms Revolution is dropping this week, as well as Of Orcs and Men for XBLA, and finally Happy Wars, which is the free-to-play game for Xbox Live, is hitting oh, yeah. this week. Happy oh, yeah. Wars? Happy Wars. It's a free-to-play title. Uh, uh, of Orcs and Men, is that really just the XBLA title? It's also on PSN. I believe it's it, also on PC. It's, it's also, like thirty nine ninety nine on PC. Yeah, it's it's out this week for PSN and XBLA as well as, um, God, I just had the game. What was it? Damn it! What? There was another game. I you made me forget it. Happy oh something. oh, Retro City Rampage hits PSN this week. Ah, but yeah, but of Orcs and Men on P on Steam is thirty five ninety nine. Well. It hits XBLA and PSN this week. I'll be interested to see how much it is. I hope it's not that much. I doubt it will be. There's never been an arcade game more than 20 bucks. So, lots and lots of games coming out this week. Which, by the way, we're getting most of them. So, you'll be seeing emails from me. Well, the only one that kind of seems interesting to me is the XCOM and Dishonored, and I doubt I'll be getting any emails about those. Are you really not interested in Retro City Rampage? No. Really? It's Grand Theft Auto, but making fun of video game characters. And it's 2D. Nah. It's like old school Grand Theft Auto. Like, they even have yeah. the uh, bomb level from the Ninja Turtle game in it. Nah. You need to go away. Huh? The dam? Yeah, you gotta yeah, swim. You gotta swim down and disable the bombs in the time limit. That game was a pain in the butt. Yeah, but this game... God, it's fucking difficult as shit. It is. I just I just tried it like a month ago. And I I can still hear the sound that it makes when you steer into the seaweed. Yeah. yeah. It just echoes in my brain as a sense of failure from my youth. I still have the the song from the overworld in my head all the time. Thanks. Now I do too. No problem. <laughs> all right, so I will jump over to news, uh, but lots of games this week, so you guys watch that email box. So, I don't wanna. Not like I just didn't pass out six games at the end of last week. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, eight total if you count Jason's two. <laughs> somebody called hey, me. Mine count. Somebody called me a hog on Twitter, and I'm like, dude, I just gave away eight games. I'm not. Yeah, that's only because you'd never be able to play them all yourself. Well, no, no, there's no way in hell I could do all that. <laughs> uh, anyway, news, uh, Bethesda. Missing Skyrim PS3 DLC is our problem. Uh, company rep says that the lack of Elder Scrolls content for the PS3 is not Sony's fault of performance. Uh, he says, quote, for most folks, it'd be fine. For some, it wouldn't be. And that's why we're not releasing it. So there's your PR spin for that. Uh, a teaser image showed up this week from Rovio that showed an angry bird in a cloak with a lightsaber. Wow. Come on, it's it seems to be the natural progression. You're going to start going jumping into other genres to try and sell more. Yeah. I still have a whip and a hat and be holding an idol. Well, yeah, yeah. and then a wand with a little lightning yeah. bolt on his head. It's coming. Yep. Uh, free Mass Effect 3 DLC dropping this week. The biggest ever multiplayer add-on for a role-playing game. Retaliation brings a new faction class. 
uh, I'm sorry, a new faction, class kits, and a hazard version of existing maps, weapons, challenges, and upgrades. It's, a, you it's know, free. I haven't played that in a long time. Well, it's, just... it's not bad for free. Yeah. Oh, they gave a lot of shit out for free. Yes, they have. And that yeah, multiplayer they've... was really fun. Yeah. They've only charged so far for the story stuff, all the multiplayer, everything has been free, so, you know, they're, yeah. they're holding up a good side of the bargain. Um, according to the developer of Remember Me, he says now is the right time for a new IP. Of course, anybody making a new IP would say that. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Unfinished Swan, which if you haven't seen it, it's Giant Sparrow's PS3 exclusive first-person painting game. <laughs> Confused uh, the shit out of me right there. Which first-person will... painting game? Have you s- so nobody knows what this is? No. Well, not just paint. Well, you need to see the game. It's actually really cool looking. Like, you walk around and you throw paint splotches to reveal the environment, because the environment's, like, entirely white. So this is actually a game. It's not just, like, a painting. Yeah, you, you have to make it... It's like a... You have to make it from point A to point B, but in order to find the path... Or paint A for all paint A. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like Epic Mickey? Yeah, kind of. So, it it looks... It's, like, visually, it's very pleasing... Uh, and it looks interesting. Uh, but it will be released a week early on October 16th for PS Plus members, uh, and then it will hit for everybody on October 23rd. What's the price? There's no price on it. Hmm. Well, not that I see. I would guess somewhere between the 15 and 25 maybe? Yeah. Um, level 5 is bringing Suda51's Liberation Maiden to Europe. Uh, Professor Layton developers releasing Japanese game Liberation Maiden, Arrow Porter, and Crimson Shroud on the 3DS eShop in Europe. So there you go. Uh, Mists of Pandaria. If you were concerned that World of Warcraft was dying, it sold 2.7 million in its first week. Yeah, not as much as FIFA. That's still a lot of games. <laughs> a lot of games that you have to spend 15 bucks a month to play. FIFA doesn't keep getting money to... every week yeah. or every month. And when that happened, EA cried a little tear. Uh, uh, and started designing the FIFA MMORPG. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know what? Don't joke. <laughs> because if they had one property that they could probably milk on a monthly basis, that would be that one. I imagine you're correct. That Madden. Um, if you think it wasn't Star Wars. If you think Facebook games are going away, Facebook just hit one billion users. Yeah, but in the same week, Zynga went to an all-time low. Well, that's Zynga. That's not Facebook. Yeah, but that's, that is essentially Facebook games, isn't it? I mean, they're the king of them. So if they're not doing well, I don't know. That's a lot of people. Yeah, but how many of those are lapsed accounts? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Cancer dogs. More bad news out of Bioware. The Old Republic lead designer has quit. So. That game's not doing so hot. On the other hand, World of Warcraft Mr. Pandora sold 2.5 million! That's because nobody can beat... Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Resistance Collection hits PS3 this winter. $40 compilation include all three Resistance games with uh, the DLC for Resistance 2 and 3. Damn. Oh, man, I tell you, I played that and I haven't how slept that good in years. How much is that going to be? 40 bucks. Can't you buy those cheaper than that, all three together at this point? I don't More know. Than likely. 
the 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 lawsuit between No Doubt and Activision has been settled. The terms were not disclosed. Uh, there's a documentary about Minecraft coming out in early December. It's called Minecraft: The Story of Mojang. Nice. Uh, Resident Evil Six shipped over 4.5 million copies. That's I sold about two. Probably, which is still a ton. Yeah, in this first week, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm surprised this wasn't the biggest news of the week. Cliff Cliffy B is gone. Yeah, they, nobody really cared. He left uh, Epic Games. Says he's uh, chart the next stage of his career. It's time for a much needed break. He'd been with the company for 20 years. How the how old is he? He's probably in his 40s. Hundred. Late 30s, <laughs> early 40s. Uh, and then here's John's story. FIFA 13 sold. 4.5 million copies. None of That's that shit wise. shit. Yep. And five day global sales. Biggest video game launch of 2012. Really? Until Call of Duty. Yeah, until <laughs> Call of Duty comes out. But still, for a, a game that, I mean, especially, no offense to you guys, but you guys, most of you don't really give a shit about football. Um, you're talking about Europe that this sells it in. And for that area to sell that many, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, for for a game that basically doesn't get a lot of uh, foothold in an entire region, that's a lot mm. of copies. Yeah, so fair play to him. Yeah, that's a lot of games. Uh, but that's it. That's all the big news stories. So that's good. At least we got through that quickly. How are we going to have an hour and 20 minute fondling and still end the show before two hours is up? It's still beyond me. Uh, but we do have an, an email. There you go. It's uh, from Adam, who has sent us one last week. Actually, he sent us three total. He says, I haven't heard this idea before, but what if Sony is saving the price drop of its new Super Saiyan Slim model for when the Wii U is released? I think this would be smart, but what do you think of the chance of Sony being smart, of, of Sony being this smart would be? P.S. Sorry for bringing up the Wii U again. Well, I think... Um if they've got any sense, and again, whether they have or haven't is a is a different matter. Um, they bring out a bundle. Yeah. Near the Wii U, but well, just a, it... you know, a, a Vita and the PS3. But they probably won't think of that. Isn't the PS3 bundled with Uncharted? The new one. Isn't there? I want to say yes. An Uncharted yes. bundle. Aren't they bundling? Aren't they bundling PS3s with uh, Assassin's Creed Three as well? Yeah, there's an Assassin's Creed. It will bundle. be, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that could do a little bit. Um, yeah, if they drop the price, that would be great. Yeah, that's what they needed to do when they announced this new model. They can't do it now, though, surely, because it's out. So they're not going to drop the price in a month's time when the Wii come Wii comes out, because that's going to piss a shitload of people off. Yeah, that's a little too early for a price. Yeah, drop. they they kind of back themselves into a corner by releasing it and not dropping the price. Microsoft because the Wii comes out so quickly. Yeah, Microsoft has a chance to really put a hurt on somebody if they announce a price drop like at the beginning of November. And at this point, they could probably afford to as well. I'm sure they can. I'm sure they can mm-hmm. afford to drop the big the big box down to 199 or 249 at least. So. That continues with their idea of getting connected in as many homes as possible. Yep. I could see Just it happening. Just for Christmas. Exactly. 
and with like as you know, Harry Potter and the journey and whatnot, there's a lot of games coming out. Yep. So there's plenty of Kinect software, and there's mm. there's plenty of systems to get rid of out of warehouses. Uh, now I move over to the Twitter. Uh, missed one last week. It was Eeyore Car. He said, "Little Big Planet Vita is the best game ever. <laughs> By far the best version, and it's a must-buy for all Vita owners." I do agree with him on that. It's uh, maybe not the best game ever, but it's probably the best Vita game that I've played in a while. So it's definitely wow. Worth- that was that was really yeah. It really wasn't all that great. <laughs> Brace, yeah, it's, it's, the f- it's the first Vita game you've played <laughs> you in a kept, while. You kept kind of slowly <laughs> degrading your praise as you went along. Hey, I, I gave game, it. It's probably the best Vita game this year that I've played that was about Sackman. <laughs> I, I gave it a 9 out of 10, so I, I think it's wonderful. Uh, Mookie's Gru says, it's already October, and I haven't finished Batman Arkham Asylum. Get on that shit. Jesus, dude. That's the Wait, as- Asylum? Yeah, that's, the, City? that's the first one. Hey, you need to that's... step step up, son. Dude, I haven't finished half the game's own. Yeah, but but it's Batman. That was like the best game of that year. Second best game of that year. Yeah, shut up, John. <laughs> uh, Jay Morongo says, Yo quiero Taco Bell. Go Giants. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we kind of whipped that ass last night. <laughs> I saw those <laughs> tweets flying around. I'm like, good <laughs> lord. Uh, it's all right, though. It's a three-game series. So. All right. Uh, Tyrant94 says, hey, N4G dudes. Decided not to get RE6 through Gamefly, because I always get scratched-up discs when uh, games are multi-disc. Anyone else have this problem, too? <clears throat> um, I, think, I have not. I think Wombat's the only one who still has Gamefly. Yeah, and I have not had that problem. Uh, but just but I, I haven't ordered a lot of multi-disc games, but the ones that I did order, I, I didn't have that problem with. Uh, God, Ryan, you sound so sexy. Thanks. I appreciate that. Jesus. I'm going to try and keep this voice as long as I can. So I can... <laughs> <laughs> um, Hire out. I, I, will, I will say for the multi-disc games, RE6 has that little, you know, the middle thing that... Yeah, but Gamefly doesn't ship them. Forth. It doesn't ship them like that. Well, no, I'm just saying in general, between that and Blu-rays that come with that, those things are always broken on the inside for me. I hate the little middle fold in the case because that shit never stays together. Well, thank God. Gamefly, just me being pissed. Thank God the second RE disc is pointless unless you don't speak English. Yeah, I kind of just want to throw that one away and then put the regular disc where that is and be happy. I just put the regular disc where that one was and then just stuck the second disc in the little flap cover. That's what I yeah, do. Yeah, that's that's the direction I'm leaning in. Uh, Mookie's Groove sent you a shout out, Dave. Said he hope you're doing well. I I saw that and responded to it. Well, Thank there you, you go. There I, you go. I'm I'm breathing. So hey, uh, Squiffy Squiffy V2 says, any of you guys watch Halo Forward Unto Dawn on Waypoint? If you did, what are your thoughts? Have a great show. Not yet. Sometime this week, I'm going to watch it. And then we posted yeah, the episode one on the website. I have yet to watch it. So, I, I don't know. Halo is one of the, it's that weird game that I will enjoy when it comes out, but I do not get hyped up over it. It's just weird. Yeah, I mean, really, the only game right now that's got my hype meter going crazy is Assassin's Creed. So, do you believe it's only three weeks away? I know. <laughs> Excited. 
Blue Apple Blue says, Tokyo Jungle is the Demon Souls of 2012. What is your favorite or weird moment in the game? I haven't played it. Dude, that game. I want to get it. I think my favorite moment in the game was the first time I tried to attack a hippo, and I had a a beagle, and basically I basically just took a giant chunk out of his butt. Like, I grabbed onto his butt and was just gnawing at it. (laughs) (laughs) Oddly enough, not the first time those words have been uttered from Ken McCown's mouth. This is true. Not even today. Not even today. Probably not. Uh, But I know Wombat hasn't been here for the Tokyo Jungle Talk, but that game, that game's something special. I'm going to be honest, I don't even know what it is. It's a PSN game uh, where you're basically an animal. In the apocalypse, there's no humans, and you have to survive. Oh, sweet. And it is awesome. <laughs> it sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, but it is like Demon Souls. Like, you have to constantly, it's actually more like Dead Rising, where you have to constantly start over, because you're leveling up and unlocking new characters. Oh, gotcha. So you start off as a Pomeranian, and then you can slowly work your way up to a, uh, I think the, it's like a Tosa, I think is what it's called. It's kind of like a bulldog. And you can eventually get all the way up to dinosaurs. Nice. Which is pretty Dinosaurs awesome. come back on the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah they, apparently they explained that in the story, but I didn't make it far enough in the story to figure that out. They've just been biding their time. Pretty much. Hiding uh, behind furniture. Well, yeah. You know, sniffing out people in kitchens. Jurassic Park Ooh. reference, but whatever. Yeah, we'll leave that yeah. where it belongs. Yeah, in the gutter. Sh- shut up, Joe. Uh, finally, the <laughs> last tweet is also from Blue Apple Blue. He says, "What should I get from the PSN for the PSN? Hundred dollar October promotion." I don't. What What is that? I have no idea. But no. as far as PSN games go, buy Tokyo Jungle, bitch. Tokyo Jungle. Um, so wow, that was really aggressive. Sorry, he's already played it, I think, because he, he was the one that asked about the game. So he's probably already played Tokyo Jungle. Uh, it looks like if you buy $100 on PSN in October, you get a $20 credit. Oh. Damn, that's a lot of shit, though. You know, you know did you see Microsoft is given, like, a quarter for your birthday? Yeah, I got my quarter. <laughs> did you get your quarter? I did, yeah. Fucking dicks. <laughs> I got it for this month. Like, uh, that is such bad PR because it's like, yeah, it's free, so you shouldn't complain about it, but at the same time, dude, people are going to talk about it when you give them a quarter. (laughs) Okay, well, this counts anything that you buy on PSN, so, like, if you buy a year PS Plus subscription through PSN, that counts towards it. That's pretty Um, good. And since they have, I mean, if you figure if you bought a PS Plus subscription and one retail game, you get tw- I mean, if you were going to buy that stuff anyways, it's you get twenty bucks to spend on it, or well, Sony's you buy Sunday also ticket. Sony's also doing that, uh, like digital day one, and you get like a discount. Like the games are what like fifty four or something like that. Yeah, it's like five bucks off. Yeah, and like ten percent totally makes sense for buying games digitally on day one. Yeah, I, I think that's a really good step forward for the digital stuff because not everybody's going to want it, but some people will, and it you know. It's it's making money. It just the question is is like when you buy it on day one, how long are you gonna have to wait before you play it? Actually, I think they let you preload it, right? N- yeah. I don't. Does PSN do that? I, I want to say they do because you can it pre-order would be nice it. If they did it and, like and, Steam, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, you can. I think what happens is you pre-order it and then it downloads whenever you have it set for the PlayStation Plus thing, like where it can download during the night. Well, then that would make more sense because if they made you download it when it went live, 
you wouldn't Can't play. Can't be waiting a week. Yeah, you wouldn't play it that day. No. So that, that would kind of kill that whole bonus of that. Yeah, that is quick. a good question, though. I mean, if it, I, I want to say you can preload it. I'm not too sure, though. Well, if you can, then it's definitely worth it. If you don't care about getting the box anymore. Yeah. So if you, Really, if you don't care about being able to trade it in, because yeah. you know, it's not like the box contains a manual anymore. At least yeah, not seriously. yet. At least not yet, because GameStop's looking at those digital trade-ins, man. I don't know how the hell it's I don't know how that would work either, but you know, so let me sell you my key back. <laughs> Well, I mean, they need to look into it because their business model is going to die progressively with every new console generation. Yeah, we'll see how it goes with the. I'm going to be interested to see what the new Xbox and PlayStation are going to do as far as digital goes. Sony's I'm obviously. To- I'm totally for it. Sony's out in front on it, so. Yeah, you'll you'll just see more digital day one at a discount. I mean, they're not going to get rid of retail sales. They can't, but no. they will try to move you more and more towards digital because they don't have to ship anything. And there's no used game market to compete with. Yep. All right, well, that's it. That's all the tweets. That's all the emails. That's all the new releases. Talked about a lot of games today. And it's only just begun. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Jason, you want to do your shout-outs? Sure. Uh, Big shout-out to the Front Tours Gamer radio podcast. A shout-out to the Red Sun Gamer podcast. And, of course, a shout-out to the Phoenix Down podcast. And that's it. All right. Uh, I know, John, you want to plug your stuff. Well, yeah, considering no fuckers decided to actually sponsor me yet. Uh, Well, that's a good way to get them to start doing it. Yeah, Sorry? well, I was just going to ask you for the link to that again because I don't remember where to go. It's if on you, our homepage. If you go to the front page, you can see a big old picture of John right under the word special. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you didn't plan that at all, did you? No, I, I really I just assumed that was a warning. I really <laughs> didn't plan that, but, you know, it it does show John with his Game Boy and it says special right above his head. Special! <laughs> um, yes, please. Um, if you go to the homepage, um, there is a picture of me being special um, click on that and it'll take you to the news story about what I'm doing and that will then forward you on to the donation page now I know Ken said something uh, you were going to try and donate but it wouldn't let you convert, apparently it doesn't you have to pay in pounds but your bank confirms it uh, converts it to dollars so it's about a dollar fifty to every pound so if, that, if you've got American listeners who want to donate a pound Donate a buck fifty. That's about the same sort of thing, um, and you, your bank will just convert it over, which whichever method you decide to pay with. Uh, it's for a great cause. It's literally less than two weeks. Um, I've got no sponsor. I'm really kind of disappointed and upset a little bit, really, um, that none of our listeners, and there are a few, haven't donated a little bit. Um, I'm hoping that they'll all get into gear in the next ten days or so, because if I don't get any sponsorship. I ain't going to do it. So, um, and that'll be a shame. Absolute shame. So head over to our website on, there's a banner there. Click that, read the story, and donate. Thank you all. There you go. Thank you all. Thank you. I am. I am very much. I, I, would, I would donate like I did last year, John, but I just totaled my car. <laughs> you just what, sorry? I just totaled my car. Shit, really? Yeah. You didn't see this? <laughs> no, I've been, I've, uh, to be fair, um, I don't know why I've gone off Twitter and I 
I'm barely on there at the moment. Except yeah, when sorry. you're hounding Tom Cruise to promote your charity. Yeah, that was worth a shot. He <laughs> follow Friday'd me. So I thought, well, I'll give it a shot. Tom Cruise gave you a follow Friday? Yes, he did. If you'd like to have a look at his tweets, he fucking well did. Did he mention, <laughs> uh, like, are you into Scientology? Is that why? No, am I bollocks? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Scientology is just about, um, uh, about the same in regards to him. Imaginary friends as Christianity is saying. Oh Jesus! Oh. Here we go. <laughs> Let's not get um, religious. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that, Drake. Nah, it's uh, it's all right. It happened uh, a Friday night. You all right? Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I I hit a dog. Oh, it must have been a big dog. It was a sheep dog. Like from the Bugs <laughs> Bunny the, cartoon. The shaggy dog. The Bugs Bunny cartoon. The sheep yeah. dog. Yeah. Was there a wolf standing next to him? <laughs> no, no, there wasn't a wolf. He, he he just ran right out in front of me and stared at me, and I tried to move out of the way, and then he apparently tried to dodge toward me, and he he he, he broke. Yeah. He broke every freaking thing. Like my radiator's gone. It shoved most of my front end into my motor. Killed the yeah. dog, I assume. I, I'm pretty sure it did. Yes. He didn't he stick didn't around. Stick? He didn't stick around to find out. Oh, you didn't I, I mean, stop. No, I did stop, but the dog was like it was probably a quarter of a mile down the road. Yeah, he's, he, bad. he's probably dead. what? Your brakes are bad. Yeah, no, no, no. I didn't like slam on my brakes right then. Like, see, I was probably about two or three miles away from where I work, and I was thinking maybe because it was pitch black. It was happening at like one o'clock in the morning, and so I was I was thinking I was like maybe I can make it to my job area and I could just talk to the guards there and say hey I had a dog I want to check and see my because I have good lighting in the parking lot and and I noticed that my car was overheating I was like yeah he got my radiator so I pulled over and uh, yeah it's looking like it's going to cost a good amount to fix that well that's that's a depressing way to end the show yeah Yeah. feel sad really now poor dog Hey Jason, why don't you do your thing? We can get out of here. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.